Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-Game. My guest today in the A-Game Podcast is Jason Dries. He is a high-performance coach and an expert at mindset transformation. He's responsible for the success of such guys as Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets and was also one of the top coaches over at Tony Robbins. So for those of you that are looking at business and you have these big goals and you're trying to find a way to achieve them, you've been taking in podcasts, you've been taking in content, you're just not really getting the results there. This is probably the thing that you are missing there. So as much as people want to shake off that the mindset's not important to them, whether it's you starting to get into the game, as Jason talks about, or you're in the game, but you're looking to get on the, the World Series, the Super Bowl team, the championship level, you want to surround yourself with bigger people, whatever it is, from being more productive with your time to just firing off on all cylinders and finding out what the best thing is for you. Because what I love about the discussion we had is we talked about how you have to align the right way. So just because somebody else is getting up at 5 a.m. and doing stuff, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the thing that's going to work for you. Just because somebody else is reading a book a day, that doesn't mean that that's the thing that's going to work for you. So I love that there's a few different tiers to what he does and how he works with people from the individual level to the group level. He's got a live event coming up that I am going to go to as well. Uh, and just to get out there and surround yourself with different people. And sometimes there's some, some foo-foo stuff in there where people can, they can do stuff, but they can't teach it very well. I think you're going to see right from this interview that Jason is an awesome speaker. He gives information in a way that is fun. You can take it in. It's very logical, but it's also entertaining. So he's got a simplistic way to develop and give information in a way that you can retain it, understand it, and stay engaged with it, which is a whole different animal in itself. So I couldn't be more impressed with the guy as far as the content that he brings, the message that he gives, the help he puts out there, and the way that he delivers that content is the perfect recipe for me for something that I think everybody needs. So it's been timely for me in my life. I'm always looking for people to make me better in business, in finance, mentally, physically, especially in jujitsu. And on top of that, not only investing in myself, whether it's finances or time, into becoming better and finding shortcuts and safety nets to what I do, the people that I've met along doing that is just an amazing thing. So uh, I couldn't have been happier and more excited to have him on. Very humbled that he was willing to come on and share his time. And I'm very excited to watch how my journey transforms from implementing some of the stuff that he's written, taught, and will continue to write and teach in his current book, which you guys can see links for in the show notes. I'm going to do a giveaway. So follow on Instagram for the giveaway, or if you're interested in getting into the free gift, uh, free giveaway for the book, text me 516-540-5733. Text Jason Dree's book and I will put you in the raffle for winning one of, uh, probably get five or 10 books out of this and, uh, and give them away to all you guys. So that will be awesome thing that somebody else can then go and experience that as well on me. So happy to give back just like he's been doing. So this podcast was a great one. I love it. I expedited it. So if you are interested in going to his June event, you can meet me out there as well but you have enough time to prepare for that or get involved with this coaching on any level if you're looking to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. I highly recommend you reaching out to Jason Trees and taking advantage of one of the many options he has, as well as while you're online and you're clicking around, go to nicknicknick.com slash links. If you are looking for money for your real estate deals and who is not, you can go on nicknicknick.com slash links and touch base with Marianne from Nationwide Business Capital Group under the affiliates tab on that page. Just write to her and say, the A-Game podcast sent me over. I want some money for my real estate deals. She will give you some of the most competitive rates and terms, regardless of your financial score, credit score, experience, whatever it is. She will be on your side and figure out what she can get you and how she can get you the most and charge you the least for it so you can get off and running. While you're there, do not forget that we want to invest together. Whether you want to buy properties from me, sell properties to me, or find a way to invest together or partner together on some deals, text me directly 516-540-5733 and just text me, let's talk real estate. And we will have a conversation about how we can work together and what makes sense for you in your current situation. So definitely reach out to me there on nicknicknick.com slash links. All of the ways to connect with the podcast and with me on social media is there. You can subscribe on any platform. You can subscribe on YouTube and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, any of those fun places, please I do this podcast. It's free. I put a lot of time into it. 
guests come on and they give you guys a lot of free information, I am asking please to go on and subscribe and please engage and follow on the social media, just like on the Instagram post when I push these clips out from the episode, give a thumbs up, give an A-OK, give a fist bump or a little karate guy with the black belt, something, you know, a little party thing or that was great. Let Jason or whoever the guest is from that episode know that you're watching the content. You appreciate it. And I cannot thank you guys enough for listening. Last thing here, we're speaking about Brandon Turner a little bit. Friend of the show, David Green, Brandon Turner, Bigger Pockets guys have been awesome uh, guests of this and uh, definitely good um, positive reinforcement in my life. But go to nicknicknick.com slash biggerpockets for a free checklist on how to bring more value to your buyers if you are a real estate wholesaler, broker, or agent. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing and interacting on social media. Reach out to me again to do some deals together. Check out Nationwide Business Capital Group and definitely go check out our guest today. Thank you so much for coming on, Jason Trees. Have a good day, guys. My guest today is an entrepreneur and performance coach and a mindset transformation expert. He is fighting out of Austin, Texas, and has been coaching clients since 2013. He was one of the top performing coaches for Tony Robbins and has started multiple companies over the years. He's a keynote speaker and has drastically increased his business to over seven figures, including 10Xing his business in 2020, which was arguably one of the toughest times in recent memory to do that. So it's a huge feather in his cap. And along many other successful clients, he is one of the per- people who's touted as being responsible for the friend of the show, Brandon Turner, the infamous beer from Bigger Pockets himself, bringing his business from where you guys have seen him as a six-figure business to the multi-multi-million dollar business he has today. Our guest is touted with being one of the people responsible for that transformation, specializing in helping others get what they want out of life and is a high-performance individual who helps others maximize their greatest human potential. Frequent writer for the Bigger Pockets blog and has a brand new book out, which I am currently reading called Do the Impossible, Unlock Your Full Potential with the Power of Mindset. A father of four, a husband, and more importantly, our guest today on the A-Game Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, Jason Trees. That's a pretty amazing intro, Nick. Thanks for the intro. Uh, Excited to be here. Excited to connect live today. I'm happy to have you on, man. I feel like I butchered that a little bit. There were so many things. I was like, how do I convince it without stealing some of the thunder of what you do and where you came from? So that's great, man. But we spoke a little bit before we started going. I really like all the stuff you're doing. I'm in the middle of reading your book right now. I've got your courses. And uh, I just, I think all the stuff you're doing is literally the difference between people who are massively successful and people that are, are just kind of scraping along and trying to get by. So I have so many different things I want to touch on. But more importantly, for people who don't, necessarily know your background yet. Can you give us a 30,000 foot view? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a professional performance coach. Um, I own a coaching company and my company's got about 30 employees right now. I've got about 15 coaches on my team and I've been coaching professionally for 10 years. Prior to that, I was in technology sales. I uh, was in technology sales for about 15 years and I've started about five or six companies. This is the the most profitable one that keeps growing and expanding. So I've been in chasing success, started chasing success in 2003, 2004, when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in the past couple of years, things have just been exploding. Um, so like ever since 2019, it's just been like a rocket ship. But basically my business just went from me to 30 people in literally like 18, 24 months. So it's been a fun, amazing fun ride. That's pretty incredible. You know, you, you've, I've heard you touch on a bunch of different things, but I feel like a common discussion I have with business owners and entrepreneurs is they try a bunch of different things prior to finding the thing that really gets them at least to the place where they can make some income and then they can grow into the other things from there, whether it's selling soap or race car driving, cooling suits or whatever it may be before you really find your niche, but they do fail. And I feel like the fear of whether it's the fear of success or the fear of of failure really stops success in his tracks. And more than anything, like it's just part of the process is failing forward towards that. So dealing with so many successful individuals. Is that a common thing you're finding is that people get stuck in their tracks because of fear of failure? And how do you help people deal with that? Fear of failure is common for a certain personality style, right? Certain personality styles are more susceptible to fear of failure. Um, like, you know, if you lose, if you understand disc profile, there's a very analytical detail type that, that, that personality style generally gets stopped by, um, fear of failure. But for everybody else, it's different. Like me, I don't have fear of failure. I jump off the cliff and start building it on the way down. So <laughs> I take too much risk in general. That's just my brain and how it works and my personality style. But everybody has everybody has something, right? And and what I've discovered is that there's there's our full the potential of what we can do and then there's what we actually do. And what I've found is that probably 90% 
maybe 95% of the people I've worked with, when I first met them, they were not at their full potential. A lot of times they reach out to me because they know there's more potential, but what, what usually gets in their way is their brain, it's their mindset, right? And it could, for some, it's fear of failure. For some, it's fear of success. It's fear of being seen. Some people, it's fear of not being loved. Some of them, it's they don't know how, and they're uncomfortable charting off in the unknown, right? So everybody has a thing because what you don't really hear is that the journey to success is a journey. It's a path. Like the journey to creating wealth isn't, doesn't happen overnight. It's a path to create wealth. And on the path to create wealth requires you grow and expand. And for each person, the growth and expansion is different for every single person. Now we could categorize them down to types of growth, but everybody, whether it's the relationship or their self-worth or their financial mindset or their confidence, all of those success journeys are wrapped into your own personal growth. And where most people get stuck is their personal growth part of it gets stuck so the business results don't flow. That's very interesting. You know, being, I, I've, I've done coaching on many high levels for real estate investors, whether they're beginning to look at a scale up, whatever it may be. But it's very interesting to me that anybody that's looking to start out in almost anything, whether it's jujitsu, business, real estate, they tend to want the checklist, the details, and it's the stuff that they really could go on YouTube and find if they wanted to at the end of the day. And then yeah. you start to tell them that really the thing you need to get is your mindset and your expectations and your framing, all the stuff you talk about in line, and they roll their eyes and they don't want it. I don't need that. I just need the X, Y, Z. But then you talk to guys like you, Brandon Turner, the most yeah. successful people out there in every niche, and they're yeah. all saying, this was the missing piece between me exploding my business and having the confidence to move forward. What is it about it with new people that tend to want to discount how important the mindset is, even when the most successful people out there are saying it's a huge responsible part of their success. Just for some reason, they discount the importance of the mindset. They just want the checklist for how to tackle the task or the obstacle of the business. And they don't understand that the biggest tool that they have in their belt is the mindset. I think we all start there, right? We all start there. We all want the shiny prize. We're conditioned to want the, uh, the yacht, the Ferrari, the six pack abs, the wife with the boobs, right? Like we're all conditioned <laughs> to have that, right? It's literally socially conditioned into us. So there's what we actually want and what our brain is conditioned to think we want. So naturally we wake up every day and like, well, I don't want that. And it creates this like resistance to our life. I wake up and say, Hey, this is not, I don't, my bank account isn't enough. My house isn't right. I want more, I want more. Let's do something about it. And that's perfectly fine. But the problem with that approach is there's resistance to the present moment. The problem with resistance to the present moment is that it creates intoxicating, never-ending motivation, right? If, if your life, if you have resistance to it, you can work 14 hours a day, nonstop, three months straight. The hard part is getting out of it, right? Getting out of it, out of that. And I was in that space for years and years and years and years. And the way I made the shift is I literally hit the wall because nothing was working. And I literally hit the wall and I, and I, and I said, all right, I've quit. I'm not supposed to be a coach. I'm going to go back, get a tech sales job. That dream was over. I gave it eight years. And then literally after quitting, told my wife it was done. I cried, gave it everything I had. And then literally in the next month, business just flowed in faster than it ever had before. And my head exploded. And I was like, what the hell? And I started to realize that that was like literally the shift of everything is when I started to realize that hard work doesn't create success alignment with success create success. And what I found is that most people, when they start out, they don't know any differently. So they're doing what they know how to do to get the target. And over time, when it's not succeeding and not working, they'll start to look for different approaches and different strategies. So life is a journey and there is an infinite number of levels, right? There's, there's not going to be any level. And then when we're done with these bodies, we're going to come back in different bodies. We're going to look differently and we're going to have another set of levels. So <laughs> literally you're climbing this staircase that never ends. So why rush to the next floor instead of just enjoying the view right now? So it's that it's, it, it, it's because we get so conditioned by society that you got to be there. You got to be there instead of loving the process. Right. I think that that's so, so important, man. And you know, another, another thing I come across, um, I'm interested to see how much this comes up on your side of stuff for performance coaching yeah. is the ability or inability to make decisions. Yeah. I find it to be a massive thing that people are just, whether it's fear of making the wrong decision or just taking the wrong step or whatever it is. And I've heard you use the, the analogies with the decide to plan and commit, which I just, I would love to talk more. Cause I think to me, that's, yeah. it's one of the most fascinating things watching people just talk themselves out of every opportunity in life. Yes. Right. Yeah. And especially if you're in like real estate or investing, 
the, the thing about the decision is the decision starts the process. And, and the decision is actually the first frame that you're setting in place. Now, what happens, especially with new people, like new investors or new real estate investors, they're trying to get started. They don't want to make mistakes. They don't want to lose money. They've got a little bit. So they're trying to create a plan that doesn't have any risk. And then, and then they, then they don't execute because they're trying to eliminate the risk in, in an investment or something that has inherent risk that you can never be You can never get free of. And sometimes I'll have clients who've been like, I've been, I've been studying real estate. I've watched the bigger pockets podcast. I read all of Brandon's books. I've been waiting to get my first property for like two years and I haven't pulled the trigger because they're trying to outplan the risk. And you can't because whatever you can't like uh, mother nature could have drop a tornado on the house, right? There it, there's always a level of risk in there. So what I tell people in those type of situations is to like, you have to calculate the risk. Like, what are you willing to lose? Because if you're doing an investment, you can lose. You have to calculate that into the equation. And when you start to out calculate what your risk tolerance is, then you can start to better make decisions. But usually people are, are, are just aimed at the wrong target. You know, they're trying to, how do I create success? And really the question that should be like, how do I create a successful real estate business and replace my income, which is like an entire path versus the step in front of them. It's just like, how do I get started? And what am I committed to doing first? So you get, it gets kind of messy, right? And all of that comes into play and coaching helps you kind of clarify all of that and focus in the right place. I, th I think it's so relevant. I, I was out training jujitsu with a guy they married with Barry out in, in Florida and he was, he just beat the crap out of me. I was telling this story the other day. And then in the morning, uh, you know, and he's smiling. He's like, oh, that was great. And I'm like on the floor, like sweating out of breath. I'm like, man, that was, I just took a beating for like an hour. He goes, well, no, I've just been doing it so much longer than you. He's like, you were doing the right things to make me move and address him. I was just a couple of steps ahead. And then he said, if you want to go to Japan or you want to go to the deli, what's the first thing you have to do? And I took like a hundred guesses, got them all wrong. He goes, you have to open the door. I'm yeah. like, I feel like that's kind of what you were just alluding to is whatever it is, like it, it, all those things don't matter if you don't open up the door and take that first step and make that initial decision. Yeah. And, and I find a lot of people get stuck there. And I, and I kind of refer to it as like getting in the game, right? You know, and I like to think about like, let's say you want to become an investor or you want to start a business or you want to go bigger. It's almost like playing basketball, right? If you want to play basketball, if you want to go shoot some hoops and win a game, you have to get on the court. And then right as it's your turn to get on in the game, you see the guy in front of you on the court just get elbowed in the face and his nose gets broken. And you're like, do I want to do that? And you end up, and you can end up at this place where there's, I want to play in the game. I want to do that, but I'm so afraid of the risks of getting in the game. But nothing will happen until you get in the game. Nothing. So you can spend your, people spend years and years and years wishing they were in the game. And, and it creates all of this emotion and all of these negative habits and negative beliefs and about that. When if they just made the decision that I'm going to get in the game no matter what, that's I give myself no other option to get in the game, that all that fear goes away instantly. Instantly. You cannot, if you're playing basketball, you can get elbowed. That's just how it works. Well, what else do you do? Live your life on the sideline? I think that there's a lot to be said about what you just said about living life on the sidelines when everybody's yeah. like, tomorrow I'll get in the game, Wednesday I'll get in the game, when this happens I'll get in the game, if then this. And that initial putting things off then turns into a life of regret. And that's always been the biggest motivator for me is as much as I'll do things and fail, not trying to me has always been something, you just can't shake it, it doesn't go away, you have to live with that forever. So I think setting that up does that become a common thing? Because obviously people are coming to you because they, they do want more out of life and they think that they can do better and they have some sort of goals or aspirations, but there's something missing between what's in their head and what's in their reality. And then bridging that gap, are there some common things like that that people have just not pulled the trigger or, you know, how much does that regret of just not doing things plan to making you start to do stuff today and stop continually making that decision of putting things off? Um, like for me personally, I really don't operate with regret anymore. You know, I've kind of moved. I don't really have regret anymore. I don't really have self-judgment because I've moved into a place of just self-acceptance. It, it is what it is. I look what I look like. My hair is as thick <laughs> as it is. Like, why waste any time? Because I, I really believe like our, our, the journey that we're on in this lifetime, 
right now is to to literally explore you and who you are because there's only one nick right there's only one nick there'll never be another nick just like you and in the future there'll never be another one so like you literally you're playing the life this time for this unique perspective as you that's it and and so often we get caught up trying to to copy other people right and and but you know we weren't put here on this planet with 7.9 billion other people to be a copy of ourselves and what I found is like, the more you follow your unique path and the more you are explore your excite, your likes, your dislikes and put aside what you're socially conditioned to do, it's going to do a couple of things. It's going to create the most growth. Number one, it's going to give you the radical growth of personal growth and expansion, which isn't always easy, but it's also going to make you feel alone because you're doing, you're climbing that mountain by yourself. But what it's also going to do is going to bring satisfaction and fulfillment and turn you into the person that you never thought you could be. And it's going to bring financial rewards beyond everything. Like I'm a freaking life coach and I literally made like 10 times what the average, 20 times what the average US life coach makes because my path is to be a life coach. And that's why when I talk about this content, it just keeps, it excites me because I'm supposed to be doing that. And is, is it, is there a lot of, is it easy? Well, sometimes, but it's also hard. Like I'm telling everybody this, how it is. And a lot of people are like, well, they don't like that. And, you know, getting negative feedback sucks, but there's nothing as satisfying as doing it my way and walking my unique path. So I made the decision along the way to stop resisting who I am or what I've done prior to now, because the whole reason I'm here is to be me, is to be me and to be engaged. And that process comes with this. So, the, so it's like really getting in the game as part of it. And then are you starting to follow your own unique path? And regardless of regrets or regardless of failures or challenges, like, are you going to get in? Like, what are you waiting for? So a lot of the clients I work with, I'm very fortunate because a lot of the clients I work with are really high level. So I would say like of the clients that come into Jason Rodriguez coaching in our client community, like 95% are in the game. You don't even, they're in. When I worked for the Tony Robbins company, it was like 30% were in the game. But, and I learned from coaching a lot of people there is I can't make you get in the game because it's a decision for you to get in the game. But once you get in the game, then I can really help you because then we're playing and then I can help open your mind to see so that you can really do anything. Man, that's such great info. And I, I've never heard anybody say it like that before, but I believe you, you're the only person I've ever heard say is the difference between self-improvement and self-acceptance. And I feel like you touched on that right there, but it really hit me as far as like, how many more of these things are you looking at to try and learn about, to realize that you're trying to change who you are when it's like, I can read a thousand books and they're all going to be about different people that have their own thing. But at what point do I go, this is just me. I'm just going to accept it. And now I can move on to the next thing and get back in the game, you know? Yeah, you're here to explore you, like stop resisting you. And, and like, even like that thing you did 10 years ago or the thing I did 10 years ago that we regret and don't tell anybody, that was part of being us. And like this whole like Supreme Court nominee like hearings is the great biggest <laughs> crock of bullshit because they're basically valuing somebody based on something they did 20 years ago, which is the path they took to become this person. They're not interviewing them 20 years ago, right? But we go through those lessons to grow and expand to, to become who we are. Man, it's so good. And what you said about the initial people that if they're already in the game, there's a different conversation. Yeah. Your levels of mindset and alignment, I think are very interesting. And I love how you have systemized that. I think it's so interesting yeah. because it actually puts things into a, a logical process that somebody can break down and go, that, that is me. And that the, here's how that, you know, and I think that that really helps people kind of take the emotional side out of that and really look at it as facts and yeah. then be able to, you know, I shift really well like that. Could you touch on that a little bit for people who aren't familiar with that process you have? Yeah, well, I, I'd always, like, this first came up to me in, like, seventh grade science class. And they're like, we're made of atoms. And atoms are 99.9999% not solid. And an atom's like a proton and a neutron. It looks like a little planet, right? And you're like, it's not solid. What? Like, that didn't make any sense. I'm trying, like, this, this feels solid. This feels solid. So my part of me back then just couldn't grasp that concept. But I like to use the, that, that concept because our entire reality is, ba is basically pure energy. So there's more than our brains think is going on. And, and what's really interesting is that in my journey to improve my life and be happier and feel better and not be limited by fears or doubts or limiting beliefs, I started to learn how to shift my beliefs. And then I started to learn how to do it at a higher level. And the simple way to think about it is like, you know, life, we know life responds to us, right? And, and sometimes 
we're in a phase or a mode where life responds well and things go our way. And there's other times when life doesn't go our way and we can't do anything right. You know, and some people call it the law of attraction. And I don't really like the law of attraction because when I hear that term, I, I think people meditating under the front yard waiting for Amazon to show up, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but, but when you look at life, we live in an attraction-based universe. In seventh grade science, they said two particles, if sitting in space, unaffected by outside forces would be attracted to each other. It's attraction-based universe. So basically the way it works is the frequency of you, who you are, you're made of atoms. When you, when you are in a happy mood, you think happy thoughts. When you're in a sad mood, you think sad thoughts. So the frequency of deter you determines the thoughts that you have. The thoughts that you have in your mindset determines the actions you'll take with your hands or your mouth, right? You take actions. So, and, and that's actually how the law of attraction works. It actually starts at the frequency level. So our brains actually think that action creates your reality. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, if I take action, I create my reality, but it's actually backwards. What I call your frame, the frequency of you determines the mindset you're operating from, which determines the action. So it's actually your, your, your environment creates, your reality creates your actions and not your actions creates your realities. And when I, before I discovered this a couple of years ago, I used to coach people on mindset. I'm, I'm doing a little graphic here. So mindset and action. Here's a circle that says action. Here's a circle that says mindset. And there's a bigger circle that says frame. And I used to coach people on action and mindset. Okay, what do you want? You want to create more deals? Where you got to go? I got a cold call. Well, why don't you cold call? Because I don't like rejection. And I'd say, well, what kind of man are you going to be? And, and I would make, and I would use negative leverage to force misaligned action. Because that person had resistance to taking that action. They didn't want to do it that way. So what I figured out is that, you know, hard work doesn't create success. Alignment with create with success creates success. So when you shift somebody into alignment and the resistance goes away, then it starts flowing. And what I've also discovered is that instead of action and mindset, working at this level, when you start at this level, at the frame level, it automatically aligns your mindset automatically. Because if, if, if there's resistance at the action level or at the mindset level, it means you're in the wrong frame. And when you shift the frame into alignment, it instantly creates an aligned mindset and instantly creates different thoughts. If you have been kicking yourself that you didn't start investing in real estate sooner, whether you're beginner, intermediate, or advanced, any way you're looking to get it on a residential, commercial, land development, wholesale, and fix and flips, whatever it is, let's find a way to get you involved in some projects, get you some properties, whether you want to sell some properties to me, whether you want to buy some properties from me, whether residential, fix and flip, cash flow, multifamily, whatever it is you're looking for, let's figure out a way to get you involved or find a way for us to partner up on some deals. Go to www.nicknicknick.com. Go on the consultation tab and figure out how to schedule an appointment to talk about where you fit in if you are not sure. Or you can just reach out to me on any of my social media channels. If you go on www.nicknick.com slash links, you will see all the different ways to connect with me and figure out how we can start to work together, make it happen. Everybody that invests in real estate always just says they wish they did it sooner. Best time to start is today. Super interesting. I find the science behind that really fascinating. And like, I wish I could go back and study more psychology and things like that to figure out the brain and things. But you know, I I just you, you hear the same stories and the same tales, and you can't ignore the fact that sometimes the like you said, the framing of the expectation is just out of line. Even people that go, all right, well, I don't have any time. Well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to make more time. Well, what are you looking to do? That oh, I'm going to go take a uh, you know, a $99 course on you. Well, you just said you don't have any time. Like, but this is the, yeah. so people tend to want to do things with an expectation that they're taking the shortcut, but what they're actually doing is taking the long way around or the path of the dead end. that's going to go nowhere. And I just, yeah. I, I didn't think of it like you were saying until with the framing there, but they don't have yeah. a realistic expectation of how they're actually going to achieve their goals. They're lying to themselves more than they're lying to me when I have those conversations. You know? well, well, life's different now, right? It's different. Like, are, are you the same person you were 12 months ago? No. Are you the same person you were six months ago? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we are, there's an, it's accelerating. And, and, and prior to now, prior to like, I first discovered the frame thing, like two years ago, that was the end of 2020, uh, a year and a half ago. But prior to understanding frame, the only, we get stuck at the mindset level, we're action and thought. So our only solution was to try to resolve it through action and thought. Now, instead of resolving a mismatched reality, we shift to a reality where there's alignment. And here's how I came up with the example. And the real interesting thing is that we, 
the tool, a primary tool I use is called frame shifting. We frame shift all the time. You're like never not frame shifting. Um, and if you think of it in terms of like the frequency of you as a being, like, does that make sense? Like the frequency of you as, as the energy of your body determines the reality you experience. Like, would it make sense? Whoever the creator of all this was gave this energetic being a way for this energetic reality to respond to them. Would that make sense? Well, of course it would, right? And how do they know they're aligned? Oh, well, let's give them some a guidance system called emotions, <laughs> right? Are we listening to those emotions? No, we don't listen to your emotions. Follow what, what business has taught you, right? So we are literally fighting our, our guidance system because it doesn't match what we're conditioned to do. But there's um, the, so, so like when there's, in the past, we, we had action and mindset. When we start to come at this level, here's how I did it. Because we've all been frame shifting. Here's a simple example on frame shifting. You're driving in the car. You hear a song from, you hear a song you heard 20 years ago. You were 21 year olds and you were a butthead and you remember being mean to somebody and then you felt bad, right? Like, we, right? That's a reverse frame shift, right? Because where you were today, this is today, you lowered your frequency and felt bad, right? Heavy. Frame shifting, what I'm doing is lifting your frequency up to a frequency you haven't been yet. So you're literally like, literally think like the multiverse, like that Spider-Man movie where there's all these different, like there's a multiverse, right? If you want to look into quantum mechanics. Um, but here's actually how I came up with the idea of frame shifting. It was the end of 2020, right when my business started to, to 10X and it was like Q4 and I was, had 65 coaching clients. I launched my new group coaching program that was like four hours a week. I had just hired new coaches. I had to build a coach platform. I had to build um, a client platform, accounting, like all this stuff overnight. It was bonkers. Um, and I was in complete overwhelm all the time. And it was amazing. And every day I'm like, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Because it was, we literally grew 10X in 90 days. And I'm like, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Right. And, and then I was sitting there and I had this thought, I'm like, here's today, two months ago, I was completely dialed in and I had everything under control. But if I took Jason from 10 years ago and brought him to two months ago, he would have been completely overwhelmed in my life. So that told me that there was a version of me in the future that if I could bring that version here, I would look at my life and go, I got this. So I literally just imagined for a second that version of me and all my stress went away. And I felt lighter because my frequency went higher. And I started generating new thoughts and I started thinking differently. And I literally did that frame shifting exercise three to five times a day because I was expanding so much. And as I expanded to an increased reality, I had to keep up with it. Most people aren't open to expanding that fast. So that's what I did. And that's when I came up with the idea of frame shifting. You just unlocked so many things that were points that were floating around that weren't connected but playing out a scenario that I, I think a lot of us, at least on the real estate side, you, you mentioned cold calling before. So yeah. like this week, for instance, I nailed out all these things. I was like, I'm home. Yeah. I checklist. I'm going to knock off these things that have kind of been, and, and we're going to take a, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take this business. We're going to bring it up. So the last two days I've been doing more of that, but as I'm doing it, like you said, I'm getting that resistance and I'm finding reasons to want to put things off. And my, my emotions are just not as stable and regulated as they normally are. And I think, the old me prior to just hearing you say that, well, right now I, I don't feel like doing this or I feel like I'm a little agitated. It's not the right time to do this or it's not. And then you wind up continually to put it off because it doesn't feel right. But instead of saying, this doesn't feel good, I'm either going to put it off or it's scary. There's no growth. I'm not going to make a decision. Yeah. You can stop maybe multiple, maybe once an hour if that's what it takes and do what you just said and reframe and get yourself out of that in a good place. And that's how you start to probably move past those barriers or plateaus. Yeah. And there, and it can be, it could be an action that, you know, you should take that, you know, if someone knows they need to cold call, but they don't like it, then, then you could reframe it by saying, well, are you actually cold calling? Or maybe, maybe you're a religious person and you like to bless people. Is that a gift when you give them a blessing? So if someone screams at your face and, and after they hang up on you, you send them a blessing or a positive thought. So are you spreading joy around the world and happiness or are you making cold calls? Cause that's a different perspective too. Right. I'm going to utilize that constantly now that was awesome i appreciate it. it's phenomenal stuff man i love it yeah like i've been doing it for a long time but it's like and i've coached a lot of people but it's and and but the thing is you also want to understand that your brain is a computer that catalogs everything that goes into it prior to now and as you move forward 
it's comparing every next step compared to everything that's in your past, trying to make you successful, happy, keep you alive and all that stuff. As, so it's literally the biggest limiting factor in your success. And what we're taught in business is we're taught in, in business to like find your success formulas. Like what are the formulas of success you've used in the past? And we're taught to do that. But the problem is those success formulas from your past are literally the limitations of your future. Because in the next moment, anything can happen. But that's not how we operate. That's not what the world we live in. So what I really do is I help people get clear of this thing so that they can flow in any direction with anything happening. That's really what it's about, just being open. Being that people are mostly in business or like you said that you're dealing with, are you still coming across like a lot of people, I, you know, I don't, I want to be in a position where I'm not dealing with problems all day. And then you get the guys that are higher level and it's not about that. And I know you, you said obstacles are a gateway to transformation, which I love that I think about every time I feel that, yeah. but is that like, I feel like those things and just people that are like, well, I'm so busy, but they realize after they talk to somebody like you, you might be working your butt off and you might be busy, but you're not actually productive. Like, is that still a, a kind of a common thing on the higher level? of people find themselves getting caught up in the, in the actions rather than doing things that are actually going to bring the results. It can be when people start to get to a higher level, it depends on where their income is, you know, because there's a big difference between um, like there, like there's, so there's like a hundred thousand dollars is like the first earning level, right? Which is not hard to take, but if you focus and work hard and get any job in business, you could usually make six figures in a couple of years. Right. Getting to 250 though is a different story, right? 250, you need to have a specialized degree. You need to be um, great at sales or you need to be an executive of a company, which coincidentally is very hard to do if you're an entrepreneur mindset because you don't like putting up with bullshit and playing <laughs> games. So it's really hard. Like really, it took me it took me like 18 years to go from 100 to 250. And then when you go to 250, when you hit 250, I found you usually go to 300 to 500 pretty easily. And then when the higher level guys from there to million to break seven figures, it's all leverage. It's a leverage game. So where entrepreneurs are going to make one of the biggest obstacles for an entrepreneur, and I'm actually going to be writing a book about this, this mindset journey of an entrepreneur that's in three books. Um, it's in my head already. Um, then I'm, I'm going to try to write all three this year. That's my goal. Three and three and publish all, but basically it's like, okay, you started a business. Hey, I made some money. Cool. Right. That's awesome. Oh my God. I replaced, I made enough to replace my income. Sweet. And then how do I go from me to we, right? So if you're asking if people get caught up doing the right or wrong things, usually at the higher level, it's a game of can they go to leverage? Because it's an entirely different model. Because when you get from this lower levels from here to here, you basically treat it like one big job. And then when it gets to here, it's like, that's more job I can handle. Can I find people to help me do my job? But that, that's not how it works. You have to literally start treating your business like it's its own business and not just a big job. And that's where I say like literally 90% of the entrepreneurs I've worked with who are at this phase, don't make it over there. Because it requires letting go in a radically different way of thinking. Man, that's so true. I love the logic behind it because you can't argue with it. You know, and I can think of like so many people right now or instances that I was in for yeah. that exact thing. So, you know, yeah. I, just, I like it. It's there, there's all these factors that I've I've, I've read a lot of your blogs and I think all those things, especially when you enumerate things out, like here's a few reasons for this and a few reasons for that. It all just starts to make you click and think differently. And you see the guys that are there that are high performers that everybody's been through these journeys. It's just where you're getting held up and where you're stopping. And that control issue is a very interesting one. So um, a, a few things before we get into the coaching side of it that I wanted to ask you about a couple of the key topics that I've, I've really enjoyed reading about that you've written. One of them was three reasons why you don't have what you want right now. I think for people listening, whether they want a jujitsu black belt, an entrepreneurial business, a wife and three kids, um, I'd love to hear you give your common answers on that. The three reasons you don't have what you want. Yeah. yeah number one, you have uh, resistance to, to the process of getting it. Number two, you have resistance to having it. Or number three, life needs more time to bring it to you. And that's just the way it is, right? Because we live in an attraction-based universe. So if you are aligned with it, you will, there will be the process of life. And if you follow your excitement and your guidance system, you will get whatever you align with hundred percent. And if it's not there yet, it's because you need to follow the process more where most people, the simple examples that think about money, most people want more money, 
but most people have resistance to the process of having more money or even having money itself. Money is one of the most loaded subjects out there. Like money's money's a thing, right? But it shouldn't be a thing. Money, people, it's a secret. You don't talk about it. Like it's, <laughs> why not? Like, why not? Like I, I talk about money, like it's water. Like why should it be any different, right? Because, and, and that's where you can understand people or think they have to do something or there's unworthiness and like money has nothing to do with worthiness. It's all frequency, right? The amount of money you have is literally based on the frequent financial frequency of life you're living in. It's that simple. So that's outstanding, man. What about four components of entrepreneurial success as a topic? Four, what are four components of entrepreneur success? Yeah. Uh, what do you think there? Can you start? I would say the things you're talking about, having a good yeah. mindset or framework, being able to yeah. make decisions, being able to figure out what your risk tolerance would be, I think would be a huge one there. And then I think figuring out where you're at in that tier system and what the next thing is that's holding you back or that you need to maybe delegate out. Is it a control issue that you need yeah. to have better processes? Or are you holding on too hard? Or do you need somebody to pull you back a little bit because you're not getting where you want because you're running into walls because you don't have any discipline? Like, you know, like you said, jumping off the bridge and building on the way down, but you forgot your yeah. tool belt. <laughs> yeah, like what's important, like, you know, you got to be okay being uncomfortable. Like you have, you have to be okay with discomfort, like, because if you try to avoid discomfort, there's no way you could be an entrepreneur. You know, if you want to be an accountant and sit in a desk and do taxes all day, perfect, if that excites you, but it's, <laughs> because it's going to be growth, it's going to be expansion. Like, and I thought I was going to be a race car driver, you know, jet globe trotting the world. But what actually happened is that company failed. I got sued and like almost lost my pants and everything on that. And then that process of getting sued is where the foundation of my belief change process came from. I used it on myself. And so, and that evolved into this. So it's like, an entrepreneur is like, it's a game of discovery, right? They like to explore, they like to discover. Um, they like to be humbled, right? Um, and really just like, how open can you be? Because no matter what direction we think the business is going to go, life is always going to give it to us in a slightly different way. So your ability to pivot, be okay being uncomfortable and just grow and expand, that's really what entrepreneurship is about. And I really think that the core component of, the, of that that I'm seeing most people, a lot of people getting hung up with is the personal growth aspect of it. Because if you think about yourself as, think about yourself as a, as a frequency, right? Think of yourself as like a frequency. And like this, this version of life, your life situation right now, everything in it is this frequency. This having more money with a zero behind the amount of money you have is this frequency. Right. So part of going from here to here is shifting the money part, but it's also shifting any parts of you that won't work in that area. So sometimes I see entrepreneurs actually stuck because they're not accepting the personal growth needed to go from this level to that level. And when clients have started to embrace and lean into that personal growth, the, the money and everything started to follow and had nothing to do with actions in the business. So if you're not open to the personal growth that your journey is bringing you, you're going to stop the process. I love that, man. And you know, uh, if, if I was going to add something to my initial list, I would also say the the community and the people that you're around, you know, for me, it was the jujitsu community, the entrepreneurial yeah. community, mastermind stuff. Um, I actually just went tying it all into uh, a UFC event in Jacksonville and I had some oh, cool. tickets and I, I bought some GoBundance guys with me cool. that I had just met there that were cool. Shout out to Corey Miller and some of the other guys that showed oh, up, yeah. David, David Perret. Um, But you know, there's that interesting thing of you, just like a, a UFC fighter, you have to have a certain level of confidence and a certain level of alpha, but not so much, I don't want to say arrogance, but not so much confidence that you don't realize you don't need a coach and a team and helping the people around you. And something like GoBundance, everybody in there is black belts and they're still looking to get higher level and uh, expose themselves to higher level things. So how much of that too has for you and for your own journey been a big piece of that success or just getting the confidence in knowing you're on the right path or talking out of bad ideas by surrounding yourself with other people that you can grow with, like a GoBundance and like a Brandon Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, the community has been a big part of it, you know, and I was fortunate to be around a Tony Robbins community and, and that peer group of coaches had a big impact on me. And, and, and really for me that being in the game, I just knew that I was destined to have more money than this. And when my, when I was in high school, my dad's like, yeah, you can get a job, son, work for 40, 40 years and retire. And I was like, 
you want me to get a job I don't want to do and work it for 40 years? Are you fucking nuts? I was literally like, are you crazy? Like, what does anybody see the problem with that? Like, I just, I just, it just defied my, I could not comprehend that. Um, and it, and it wasn't until I was actually in 2010 or 2000, no, it was 2012 when I had already hired a Tony Robbins coach and I had one startup company, when my coach asked me, have you ever thought about becoming a coach? And when he asked me that question, it was like, I got struck by lightning, like life changed that day. And I knew in that moment I was going to become a coach no matter what it took. Um, the process was extremely difficult and extremely hard and challenging, not just on me, but on my wife and my family financially to get here. Um, but I basically was like, um, I had kids when I, when I was 37, when I had my first kid, um, I didn't have a lot of money saved up and whatever I did, the startup companies cleaned that up. So the only way for me to have the life I wanted was to make more money because 150 K salary isn't going to cut it. You know, and we have four boys and I'm like, if, if I want to give them a great life, I need to solve this problem. Um, so that's why I'm focused on like, I'm not going to stop. And, and I basically look at it like I'm already putting in the time five days a week working at least five, right? Um, why not maximize the time I'm working to get the best possible results? Because I just believe in me that, there, that more is possible. And that's what I've been going to. So right now, I really don't even set goals. I just kind of explore what's possible and what's impossible and what excites me because that's how I like to operate. Perfectly segueing to do the impossible. The book that you have out now, I'd love to talk about that. What inspired you to write that? I know it uh, dropped recently. The Bigger Pockets published it, right? Yeah, it was Bigger Pockets to publish it. Yep. That's outstanding, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was exciting. Um, it was actually kind of an interesting process. It was uh, it was very hard to write. And I, and I had a writing partner. And so it all came out of my mouth and she helped write it because I mastered the content, but my skill level in writing books was like, you know, down here. So, <laughs> so she helped me a lot. She did a lot of like getting my thoughts in, in, in a linear order. But um, I knew that, you know, for, for a long time, it was like, if you want to be credible as a coach, you need to have a book. You got to have a book. And then I also started to realize like, okay, I want to grow the business. I need to get a book. And, and then, but, and that was kind of the reasons why I wrote it in the first place. Um, but, but now I'm like, I, I feel like I literally feel like the, I'm the shepherd of this knowledge. It's kind of funny. Like, cause if I sit down and I look at the book and I'm like, did I actually write this? Like it all came out of my head, but it's not like I sat down and plotted this out. Like literally it just flowed through me, you know, sometimes. And, and for some reason this knowledge flows through me. So I feel like I'm the gatekeeper of the shepherding. So I feel like it's my responsibility. <laughs> and I've also, it's, it's, it's transformed me. It's made me become even more of what I am. I listen to the audiobook and it helps me get realigned when I'm out of alignment. Um, so it's, it's been a really powerful tool. And what this is, it's like the foundation of everything I'm talking about. And one of the, the reason it was so hard, I think it was so difficult is because I was trying to put everything in it. I was trying to give you guys everything I could in one book and it was just like way too much. So we had to chop it down. So it's consider it like the foundation. Um, and it's a powerful book that if you do that, like it will shift your mindset. There's repeat after me, there's frame shifting in there. And each time you repeat it, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper because it, it basically mis realigns the parts of you in your frames or your mindset that may not be in alignment with where you want to go. And it basically just opens you wide up. People probably think I'm crazy in my neighborhood because I'm walking around and I'm doing running and making my calls outside and I'm repeating all the stuff on the audio book that it's saying today. Yeah. And at first I thought it was the beginning and I was like, all right. And I loved it in the beginning. Brandon Turner was like, your tendency is going to be to not repeat it, but you have to. So I was like, all right, Brandon says to do it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been really cool, but I'm enjoying it, man. And when you start to say it out loud, at first you're like, I feel a little silly, but after the third or fourth time, you're like, yeah, no, this, this is how I feel. This is what I deserve. So there's a, some confidence boosting in it that I really like that make it like a fact rather than just like a thought in your head. Yeah. And actually what happens is like the frame shifting tool shifts the frequency of you and the repeat after me shifts your mind. So if you like start reading it and you want to believe it, but you have doubt, that simply means you have old perspectives or frames that are in contradiction to it. So if you follow the exercise in there, it will overwrite that and put the new aligned mindset in place. That's awesome. And I'm going to do a giveaway. I'll pick up a bunch of them. And when this episode comes out, I'll give them away to people so they can enjoy it as well. Cause I think it's a great information, a great book. And I really, yeah. I like your delivery, you know, even on top of you having great information, I enjoy yep. the way that you put it out there. It's fun. Awesome. It keeps me engaged. And that's a hard thing to do in itself, man. So you're, you're an excellent educator, coach and writer. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And this, appreciate and so, it. so we started, so we started, so I book number two, which I started writing like at the end of last month, about 12 days ago, I've already got 10,000 words. It's just like coming out like so much easier because I've got over my, myself a little bit, which is, it's a financial mindset book. Um, and then the next book is a book on the journey to greatness and following your own unique path in life. And the one after that is um, the, the mindset journey of an entrepreneur through the phases of business. And then I think the fourth one it came to me the other day was like a book on happiness. Um, and right now I actually, what's exciting for me right now is what I should be focused on is what's exciting for me is to write all three of those books and publish them all this year. And now I know that's any other marketing and publisher would say that's stupid. Don't do that. And I'm like, no, like that's what I'm excited about. So that's what I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to make happen because next year there'll be more books to write. So yeah. let's, let's get these out. Right. So every time somebody's telling you, you can't do that, when you do that this year and they say, you can't remember that I'm the guy who said, yes, you can. You're awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have you back on when you have those. And I'm going to read all of them this year, as well as you write them. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Man. So talking about the coaching now, I know you have Jason Dries coaching. Yeah. There's a multitude of different things you do. I would love to talk about the group coaching, the online Academy, the live events, all this stuff you have going on. I would love to come out to your live event coming up, I believe in June, but yeah. talk about kind of what yeah. you guys do there. I know there's different tiers, which I think is cool. So you can, Kind of getting yeah. fit in. Yeah, so we do one-on-one -on -one coaching. One-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, you work with a coach on my team and they give you two to three calls a month and they kind of help you integrate these like principles so that and, and help you get clear and aligned on a daily, on a, on a monthly basis, right? So you can work with them for six months, 12 months. And that's really one of the best ways to get engaged and, and learn these concepts and implement them into your life to really explore and play at your full potential. Um, then you also have uh, the Mindset Academy, which is my group coaching program. If you really wanna dive into like understanding this knowledge, the, the, there's three levels of the Mindset Academy. Level one, the foundation is a six week program where you literally learn two hours a week, this concepts in a group format. It's, it's live, there's repeat after me, there's Q and A, there's coaching to kind of work and you go in like a peer group as, as well. Level two, Mindset Academy, is where you go when you graduate the six-week program and you stay in that program. There's a call every Tuesday. Brandon Turner actually hosts a call once a month. And my level three program we just launched this quarter is basically you get put, when you're ready for more than that, you get into a small group of maybe 10 to 20 other people. And it's like a coached group mastermind. So it's a mastermind, but it's also group coaching. So you're basically put into a group of, of people who are masterminding in the container of this and the container of this coaching philosophy so that you get maximized in the process. And so that clients that are doing mindset Academy and one-on-one -on -one are growing like, like they double and tripled their income last year. Like it's crazy. The results they get. And then the live event in June is basically that's the best I do so far is live. <laughs> like that's the, like, if you, cause you come with me for three days, like three days in a room with me, like you will walk out fully integrated and aligned with, with almost everything that you're ready to integrate. Um, and you get to be in a tight community of that. You get to integrate this stuff. You also get to leverage the power of other people in the group to help people grow and transform. And this particular event is focused on financial mindset. That's outstanding. And when is that going to be? June 23, 24, 25 in Austin, Texas. Awesome, man. So if people are listening to this, I'm there's listeners that are, work in another gig and they'd like to find a way to get out of that or supplement that. There's other ones that are high performers in athletics and in fighting that are looking to supplement stuff for life after baseball. They don't have to worry yeah. about getting ahead their whole life. And yeah. then there's people that are doing really well in business that are looking to take it from seven to eight figures or eight, whatever it is. So yeah. whatever it is, wherever they are, is there yeah. somewhere that you can fit in and help them just accelerate from wherever position they're in? 80% of, of, of what we do is, is, is the same. It's the foundational alignment. And it applies to any subject. Even my live event, a financial mindset, if you had more money in the, than the world and you know what to do with it, it doesn't matter. It's still transforming you because it's, it's, the, it's kind of like upgrading the, the basic operating, the, the primary operating system you're, that's running you. And, and not just getting into a higher version of you, but it's getting you into the higher version of you that's aligned with life at a higher level. And, it, and the focus could be money. It could be relationships. It could be family. It doesn't matter. It's all the same stuff. And what I would say to anybody is like, look at the different offerings. And I'd say, which one's the most exciting to you? I'd say, go to the one, if one-on-one -on -one coaching is exciting, do that. If Mindset Academy is exciting, you know, but if you ask me, the live event is the, is the best immersion you'll get because what you'll get out of three days was basically like six months of Mindset Academy and six months of one-on-one -on -one coaching, you'll get that in three days. So you can't really beat that immersive experience for the impact it has.
Ever wanted to play the drums? Or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up? Take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers, Dan LaMagna. Dan LaMagna has played in such bands as Crown of Thorns, Suicide City, Biohazard, The Real McKenzie's, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world and he has also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced, beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today from Dan. All you need to do is text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to 833-632-0585. Again, text the word drummer, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-632-0585 for your free online drum lesson. That's outstanding, man. I'm definitely going to do my best to get out there and uh, hopefully drag my partner out there as well. Because the second I saw it, I was like, Austin, Jason, perfect combo. Two things that we want more of in our life. So yeah, good fit there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny, like on a side note, people think that whoever's doing better than them, whether it's somebody that's making, you know, you make five figures, you want to make six, you make six, they make seven. And, I were, yeah. and one of my, one of my friends makes insane money. One of the most uh, successful real estate investors I know. And he was like, man, even yesterday, I'm like, what's the matter, man? He's like, I hate to complain, but I'm sitting in my office. It's 10 a.m. And my wife's like, are you going to do anything today? He's like, it's 10 o'clock. I made $10 million on a deal yesterday. Can I like hang out until 11? But it's always, it's the same stuff. Like, you know, so it's, and, and that's why I think it's good to just relate when you, when you mingle at live events like that, you realize like everybody's just people who go through the same processes. These guys are just further in my journey. How do I get where they are? And then you come in and kind of connect those dots, man. I just, it gets me excited. I don't know if you could tell, but you just kind of. Yeah. yeah. Bringing your partner is the best way. Like that's even better because the two of you will get aligned and get a common foundation between you, you know, Um, because usually there's different perspectives and one's more growth oriented, one's more risk safety, safety oriented, you know, but, but when you both become open to line and unstoppable, then just like magic happens. Man, I am excited for it. I will be there. I'm going to drag her there because I'm the guy who jumps off the cliff and she's the one who's throwing the tools at me. Like, I told you not to do that. So <laughs> we make a good, a, good, uh, a good team there. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a few quick questions before we let yeah. you go. I like to call it the victory lap. But aside from your book, is there any books that you would recommend for people just in life or business? Well, I haven't. I actually don't read books that often. Um, <laughs> a biz, business or personal growth books, I don't read at all. Um, it literally conflicts what comes out of me. So I don't read it. Um, but if I was going to recommend a book, I would say um, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho is an amazing book to really help you understand the process of life and the journey. It's a great book. Um, and I read a fiction book lately. What's his name? Martin Weir. He's the guy that wrote the, the movie The Martian. There's that oh, movie. Cool. Was, like, if you haven't read that, like, it's, it's an amazing. Martian is an amazing book. But he's got a new one called Project Hail Mary about saving the earth. And it's like, it's amazing. Like, it's a 600 page book. I hardly ever read and I read it like two days. Um, so it was a really fun book. But so I would say, yeah, the Alchemist is amazing. So is for the four agreements uh, by Miguel Ruiz, but I'd say and also Untethered Soul uh, by Michael Singer. That's also a good book, too. Um, that's kind of what I air to these days. That's awesome. But just, you know, backtracking on your answer, I think it connects with exactly what you said with things have to align with your frequency yeah. and people, well, this guy reads a book a day. That's what I have to do to be successful. Not necessarily if that's not your thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I talked to Brandon who reads like 50 books a day and I'm just like, <laughs> like you read this, you read this. I'm like, Nope, 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 Nope. <laughs> like, cause I'm, I'm literally in, in living like my content that comes out of here. This is what I live. Like this is my life dissected and analyzed. And when I actually, I was talking to my coach last week and she's like, how do you feel about your book? And I'm like, I'm kind of scared of it. <laughs> like, cause I feel like exposed, like this is, this is me. This is because every bit of content that I share is what I lived. So like my growth and expansion and my business basically has to do with me growing in my personal life. And then it applies to business. And then I coach people on it, but that's, that's my process. And when I, if I read somebody else's personal growth or coaching book, it kind of interferes with where, what it's coming from me naturally. So I literally just stopped doing it. So Makes Not sense. forever, maybe now, but yeah. Do you have a favorite quote or one of your favorite quotes? You know, I think there's a Jim Carrey quote where he says, you can, you can fail at anything, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. That's a fantastic one. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Awesome, man. And last but certainly not least, talk, how do people find you, connect with you, coaching, yeah. social media books, name yeah. it all. It's all going to be in the show notes, but let's hear it. 
Yeah, you uh, the, the easiest way is Instagram, Jason Dries Coaching. I think I have two fake accounts copying me today selling crypto, but uh, so I, <laughs> I got to get my money back. I got to get my money back. <laughs> I get my money back. I'm not selling crypto or Forex. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jason Dries Coaching, um, I put a lot of content out there and also my website, Jason Dries Coaching. You can find everything there. Awesome, man. Well, this has been awesome. I really enjoy yeah. your energy. I like your delivery. I like your content. Everything about you just speaks to me. So I appreciate it. And it's in a very le- relevant time for me in my life. So I am going to get out to your event. Excellent. Hopefully the listeners will do that as well. I'm going to do a giveaway for your book and I'm going to expedite this episode so it comes out with enough time for people to prepare for your live event as well. So man, I could not be happier to come on. I was really excited to have you on and talk to you. Any final thoughts before we let you go today? I would say just, you know, aim higher. You got nothing to lose. Go bigger. Oh, perfectly. Well said with the mic drop at the end. You, sir, bring your A-game to everything you do. And it was no different today as you brought your A-game to this podcast. I'm very humbled to have you on. Thank you so much, Jason Drews, ladies and gentlemen. 